0: All righty. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. We have a great show today. We have a special, special guest. Those of you that know, know. And the rest of you, you'll be very surprised when you see our special guest today. But we have a special guest. But before we get started, we have a few things to talk about. Remember, anybody that downloaded the app, you have a wonderful chance to win. Kelly gave me the name already of uh, who's in the running, but that could change by the end of the show. So download the app. Make sure you download our app. You want to stay current with everything that's going on. You want to be a member of our app. It's insane. The stuff that's going on, the community that we're building, make sure you download our app. It's super easy to scan that QR code right now with your telephone. Get that app on your phone. You You might not want to sign up to the website now, but... Download the app anyway, and you have it for when you go out there and your fishing sucks and you don't know what to do, you can go, bam, I want to be a member of the app. I'm tired of sucking at fishing, and you can down, you can pay for it right then when you're out there on the water and you absolutely are sucking, and you're like, why did I not sign up? Well, the app's already on my phone. All I got to do is sign in, and I'm in. So make sure you get that app on your phone, gang. It's free.
1: <laughs>
0: Doesn't get much better than that. And then if you... uh have a burning desire to not suck at fishing anymore, you can always join your saltwater guide and you'll never suck at fishing again. So I'm going to take the QR code down here in just a second. If you want to get it real quick, hit it with your phone real quick. Get that QR code. We're pulling it down. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. All right. Okay, good. We got to talk real quick and then we're going to bring in our special guest. They just closed salmon for the whole state of California. Man, you know my opinion on this. That's absolutely ridiculous. It has nothing to do with the population of salmon, for God's sake. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the California sea lions. It has to do with the urban runoff. It doesn't have anything to do with us. But as usual, we're the fishermen. We're the ones that are going to take it in the shorts. They just wiped out whole family businesses in Northern California. They just wiped them out with the stroke of a pen. Done. donut shops, gas stations, car repair shops, everything that has anything to do with the fishermen. You just wiped out all those businesses. So congratulations, California, one more time. Another devastating blow to the citizens of the great state of California. You just shut down salmon. You didn't adjust anything. You didn't take care of the real problem, which is the California sea lion. One sea lion eats more salmon than all of us combined in the great state of California could ever eat. One sea lion, and there's hundreds of thousands of them sitting at the mouths of every river. It's super sad that they don't want to talk about the true problems. They just want to go after the, the, the recreational and commercial fishermen. We're always the problem, we're, but we're never the solution. When they shut us down, there's still the same problems out there we didn't fix anything by shutting down the commercial guys and shutting down. And our good friend Tommy Gomes, the fishmonger, is going to be with us tomorrow, and I'm sure he'll have an opinion about this salmon fishery being shut down, and he's going to tell you all about what he thinks of it and how much of an impact it is to the fisheries in California and the the lives of all the families that are just being devastated by this silly Silly closure, which doesn't make any sense. And now we've had more water run into the ocean, fresh water than we've had in a very, very long time. That salmon run's going to be insane this year. We're not allowed to catch them. You're not allowed to catch them in the rivers and streams or in the ocean. Unprecedented. Unbelievable. It's super sad. So check check out that if you don't believe me. And remember, we this 30 by 30 thing that's coming down the pipe, that's gonna get us in Southern California. They're coming after us, gang, they want us. It's gonna affect the whole state of California. This is just another closure brought on by the the beautiful human being that runs the state of California. He's the only one pushing this agenda. He's the one that made an executive order and brought this into effect. Even the president of the United States of America doesn't want this to happen. But this guy in, in Sacramento that's running California, this is his pet project. He's in charge of this. He's the one that's running this up the flagpole. It's unbelievable. So maybe if we all get together with CCA and we work on this together, maybe we could stop this ridiculous closure, which is absolutely ridiculous. Gang, I want to thank you all. Today is Text the Show Thursday. You get to text our beautiful guest who's going to be walking in here in just a second. You can text the show at 949-374-0786. Let's bring in our special guest. Come on in, Kelly oh, girl. Yay, Woo-hoo! Oh All right, Kelly girl, welcome to the show, baby girl. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you close that door so our cats don't eat our monkey. <laughs> that
1: would be bad. That
0: Those be of bad. you that are watching right now and you don't know our animal that's running around behind Kelly girl and I, that's our monkey. That is our baby Marley. He is just super special person, super special being oh, in our he's lives. He's a little baby. He is our rescue monkey. We have rescue kitties. We have a rescue monkey. We're running a a damn zoo here. We're running a dang zoo here. And then you got the the biggest animal of all, Captain Dave. So, Kelly girl, there's a lot of people that want to know what you know. There's a lot of people that want to know your opinion. There's a lot of people that have already (laughs) texted their questions this time. And I want to thank you all for texting in your questions. And anybody else that has a question, boy, they're just flying. You got anything you want to know? Let Kelly girl ask her and she'll do her very best to try to answer your questions. We're gonna get going here right now. And uh the first question is from let's see. <laughs>
1: this is Whoopsie. So funny. I just can't, can't I believe people want to ask I'm you ever, questions. I don't think I've ever been a special guest. She is our management. very
0: most special guest, right? <laughs>
1: gang? She but is super. isn't it fun? i just gotta say, I won't make this, you know funny how you know like rock stars have like those special writers you know in their contracts like i need green m&m's i have to, i have a lot of requirements if you want me to oh show, yeah right. you do <laughs> you have
0: to do a yeah you do <laughs> we had i pick all the m&m's out of the bag and make sure that you only had green ones <laughs> and i had to make sure that uh the special lotion was there for you so your skin looks <laughs> supple and soft for this Yep. big interview i
1: don't want to be too close to Does, this she's got to be able to <laughs>
0: set back away more focus on marley the lighting has to be just yeah. perfect we had to go down to walmart and buy some special lights for the yeah. show but here we go we got her we got her ladies and gentlemen and okay. i'm super okay, right so here's the first question and this is from uh our good friends john and tina all right Hello,
1: john, john
0: stanley and his wife tina listen this is who turned you onto fishing when you first started, and what do you remember the most from the moment of the first time?
1: Oh, okay. Well, of course, it's okay. that's a great question. Yeah.
0: What? A, you can answer it honestly, no. and truthfully. Who
1: turned me? Well, it was it was it was Dave because uh, well, we went out to the um, red buoy. That's the that's the time I remember. This buoy yeah. where
0: the sea lions live. Where
1: the sea lions live. Tell the story. Well, we Dave took me out, and this was like in the one of the first times, if not the first time he took me out. Um, And we, we went to this buoy and there were just, I don't know, just thousands of huge calicos just, you know, swimming all around. And there, but yeah, there were boats, you know, in the distance that were not hooked up or fishing or it was, I mean, they were fishing, but they weren't catching anything. And I asked Dave, don't these guys know about this? Like, is this, is it not, legal to catch these here. What's what's the deal? I don't get it. And uh yeah, that was that was uh, Dave turned me on to fishing. But tell him
0: what did you catch? You caught how many? You don't oh, even know. I don't
1: even I couldn't even tell you. It was
0: as fast as you could throw your line in the water, every you were catching was, a fish.
1: It was it was, it was, it was like constant. Her first
0: time ever fishing.
1: It was it was so much fun. I was hooked from the moment that I hooked the first fish. It was it was it was so fun. It so, was yeah.
0: incredible, right? Because incredible fishing is fun but what's more fun catching catching yeah, absolutely. absolutely and that's what we try to do on our website every single day gang is help you to not go fishing help you to go catching it's a big difference it definitely changed how kelly approached it yeah. she started to really get into it and enjoy it and then our good friend dave burris made her her own custom yeah, fishing that poles. was awesome she's got a couple of her own custom rods with her name on it she is into it as much as any of you are into it. I
1: could actually give a seminar, you know, if Dave is like not feeling well, can't make it, I could do it. <laughs> I could do it. She's it's heard it of many. Good, I, many, many times. I know a
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. So we're gonna go into the John and Tina's next question. Okay. So let's see how you do. it. you're ready to do one of my seminars. Don't make it too hard. I'm not, I'm gonna tell you what they ask. They have a twenty six foot boat. Mm-hmm. Usually, they don't anchor any deeper than 60 to 80 feet of water. How long of an anchor line should they have?
1: <laughs> That's a for you question. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay, well, John.
1: It goes by the goes, First
0: of all, the length of your boat the
1: length of your and boat. chain.
0: The length of your boat and chain. And then if you have 300 feet of rope, you'll never need any more because you're never going to anchor any deeper than that. The reason why you're, why do I have the length of the boat and chain? Because the chain is going to lay flat on the bottom. The chain is not used in any of any of the uh, scenarios of, let's say you're dropping your anchor in 50 feet of water. The chain is not counted as part of how far up. I, it's all about how much rope you let out. When you drop your anchor in 50 feet of water, you can literally get away with dropping 50 feet of rope out because the chain's already going to be laying on the bottom if you drop out the 50 feet of rope. You don't count the chain in the scenario. So... You're gonna have 30 feet of chain. You're gonna have a, 50, a 25 pound anchor, 15 to 25 pounds. That's all. Nothing bigger. If it's bigger than 25, that's way too big. 15 will be perfect. That'll work just fine for your boat. And why only 300 feet of rope? Well, because let's just say the wind's blowing. You're gonna let out 100 feet of rope to keep you from dragging. Let's just say you're at. Let's just say you're at La Jolla. And you're anchored up on the edge of the kelp, but you can't make, and you're anchored in 65 feet of water. So you put out 65 feet of rope, you put out a little bit of scope, and so you have 100 feet of rope out. But you can't make cast to the kelp. You can't quite get there. You can get close, but you can't get your bait out. So you go up to the bow and you let out a little bit more rope. You let out 30 more feet of rope. Now you're closer to the kelp. Now you can cast to the kelp. That is crucial when you're fishing the kelp to be able to present your bait property to the fish. So that's why 300 feet of rope is going to be fine, 30 feet of chain. That's all you need. You're not going to need it anymore. And you probably will never use the last 100 feet of that rope. But it's good just to have it there in case something, if there's a problem and you're out in the ocean and you got to drop the anchor and you don't want to end up on the beach. So that's why you would do that, John, right?
1: Right. Right? That's what, I was That's what you, to you were going to yes. say.
0: Exactly. Yes, exactly. All fine. right. So we got a really, really cool question from Dan and Kim. First of all, they want to say thank you for being on the show. They love it when you're on. You're no, welcome. And uh, if you had your... My Kim Kim wants place. to know, Kelly, okay. if you had your choice to fish either San Clemente Island or Catalina, where is Kelly Girl going?
1: Oh, Catalina.
0: And tell everybody why.
1: Well, Catalina's like totally different. I mean, you... You know, you can go out there, fish, go early, fish in the morning, and then go on the island and have a nice lunch. Um, we like Maybe to... do some shopping. Oh, well, that's Maybe. a given. That's a given. I mean, Because yeah. they're only,
0: they have special shops. They're the only thing you can get at Catalina, right? And right. it's such a bargain.
1: There. Right, <laughs> right, right. But it's cool because you can do shopping. You can have a lunch or an early dinner. And then you can get back on your boat and do some more fishing and then head back home. And it's a nice, easy ride. Um,
0: Downhill ride from Dana Point or Oceanside or San Diego. But gang, listen carefully to what Kelly Girl said. Kelly Girl loves to fish. She told you that in the beginning when John and Tina asked their question. And then Kim followed it up with a perfect. Listen to what Kelly Girl said. You can fish wet early, early and then do what? Go on the
1: island. Mm -hmm. You go
0: on the island.
1: You can break it up and, you know.
0: You get to go have a nice meal. You get to get off the boat. You get to walk around. Yeah. Gang, we're wired different. Mm -hmm. You got to understand that. We're wired different. That's going to keep her, your beautiful wife or your significant other, involved in this thing if you don't make it. Just gnarly, just hardcore. That's for when you go with your bros. <laughs> go to San Clemente Island with your bros. But when you go with your beautiful wife, yeah, she wants to catch some fish, absolutely. But she also knows that.
1: But I don't want to do it all day long.
0: And there's <laughs> there's a light. You're gonna go yes. fish in the morning, and then you're gonna get to get off it's the like boat. Incentive. And what's <laughs> one of your favorite restaurants to eat there? Steve's
1: Steakhouse.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful place. It's upstairs. You get to look yeah. out over the bay and sit in a window so seat. Cool. And it's just phenomenal. And it just breaks the day up. And then you look like a flipping hero, dude. You look like a hero. And guess what? There's nothing better than hearing your wife say, hey, can we go fishing this weekend? (laughs) Because you made it enjoyable and it didn't suck. And you don't want it to suck. It's your day to take your beautiful, significant other out fishing. I call my significant other my wife, but (laughs) I don't know where you're at in your relationship or how you're doing, but... Yeah, it changes dramatically if you make it fun, right? Right. It's definitely, the best.
1: definitely. But you know what? We I was I was thinking, you know, while you were talking just now about my first. Remember my first trip to San Clemente Island? Yeah. But that's for another time and another. That's for when other you're podcast, paying to watch. <laughs> that's
0: when you're paying to watch. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to get banned it's crazy. here. We don't want to get banned. Crazy,
1: but I will never.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy day. We went with some of the superstars of fishing. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. it
1: was. It was. An, it was. An, it was pretty.
0: Kelly, we told her she had a good time, and she <laughs> thinks she did. What? Okay, here we go. We got a question from uh, I don't know who. You sent this question. You didn't give me your name. You, I probably know who you are, but I don't know because it doesn't come up on my phone. But hey, Kelly. Other than tuna, yellowtail, and dorado. What is your favorite Southern California fish to eat, and how do you prepare it? <laughs> oh, it's Rick from Rick. Orange.
1: Oh, want like calico bass. That's my favorite. More than
0: any of those yeah. other three.
1: More than any. Those oh, other three. <laughs>
0: She's not really a big Dorado fan. No, we've tried it a bunch of different ways. Yeah. But what do you, how do you like the calico bass?
1: I like it in a, like a fish taco, like a taco. That's the best. And I like it when Dave cooks <laughs> it.
0: So here's how I cook my calico bass to make fish tacos, and they come out phenomenal. So listen up. What I do is I take, and it's important to do this, get sweet butter. I get sweet butter, and I saute the fillets in sweet butter. And as they're starting to turn white, I start to chop them up like ground beef. That way they get all broken up, flaked up into this into the sweet butter so it soaks up the flavor of the sweet butter. And you'll, you will most of you don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, there's no such thing. You'll be blown away. It usually comes one or two cubes at a time. It's called sweet butter. And you do that. Chop up a little bit of fresh garlic, not the powder, not the garbage in the can. Fresh garlic. Sprinkle that over the top of it. Then what I do is I let that saute for a little while, just slow cook under a low heat. Then I take my tortillas and I make up super soft tortillas. They're warm, but they're soft. Then we take fresh cabbage, sprinkle that on the bottom. Then take some cheddar cheese, sprinkle that over it. Then take the fish, Mm -hmm. sprinkle that onto the, the cabbage and the cheese and the tortilla. Then you drizzle a little bit of buttermilk ranch dressing. And then a little bit of fresh salsa. Oh, Ta-da! The best fish tacos in the whole world. So good. We don't bread it. We don't make it a bunch of garbage. We want to taste that calico because it's so good. Yeah. And I can eat about twelve or fifteen of those tacos at a setting. And my beautiful wife—it'll be a big day for her. She'll eat two whole ones.
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, but I will say that. Uh, remember, I would have you. Make my shells crispy. I like crispy. I'm I'm not too big on the sog, you know, just the, the soggy I shells. Like fried stuff, but yeah. But best best way to have cal- calico bats
0: hands down. And there's our little monkey guys right above my head. my head, I little Marley. Mom. Like mom's on the show today. This is mom. rad. Mom's <laughs> on the show. All right.
1: <laughs>
0: we got a. Uh, let's see. We got some more questions here. We got quite a few. Here's Mike Lewis. You talk about current all the time. How do you know which way the current is flowing? The wind pushes the boat and makes the water look like it's moving in the same direction. But I've seen kelp moving opposite directions under the water. How do you tell which way the which way it's going? Well,
1: I think he's, that's a question for you because we, I don't talk about current all the time. Okay,
0: so here you go, Mike. So here's what happens. Here, I'm going to pull this down again now that Marley left. What happens is you're not going to know. You look at the kelp stringers in the kelp, and they're get, they're growing up off the bottom, and they're going to be pointed in a direction telling you which way the current's going. But if you can't see any of that, you actually have to put your anchor down, let it hit the bottom, let it get tight, throw your line in the water, and which watch which way your line heads. That's going to tell you immediately which way the current's going. Is the way your line is headed? If it's headed up towards San Diego or up towards LA, that's uphill current. If it's headed towards San Diego, it's downhill current. We kind of touched on it a little bit yesterday on wind against the current. That's a crucial thing. We talked about it with you yesterday. But until you drop the anchor, once they pull all the lobster traps out of the water and there's no kelp, it's all about dropping the anchor. That's why so many boats, sport boats especially, when you're out on them, the guy goes, hey, we got to reset the anchor. We swung off the spot. It's super important to be on the spot when you're fishing, and it's super important to understand current direction. And the only way you can figure it out is by dropping the anchor My Great question. And you
1: might have to do it a couple times to get it right, right, Dave? I mean, and so don't be lazy, <laughs> keep, just keep doing it until you get it right, until you're on the spot.
0: Kelly Girl's Otherwise. been fishing with me for a long time and I don't have an anchor winch on my boat. I don't have one on our 21-foot Wellcraft, so I am the anchor winch. And I'll pull the anchor with four or five times before mm-hmm. we're on the spot right. Just because I know how important it is to have Kelly on the boat and know she needs to catch a fish for this to be an enjoyable day. Plus, I hate <laughs> I hate fishing and not catching. That's not what I'm going fishing because I want to catch. And I know how important it is to be on the spot. So if you're not willing to pull your anchor and reset all day to make sure that you catch fish, well, then you're approaching it in a lazy fashion, like Kelly Girl said. And that's never, when you approach it lazy, that's never going to work. All right, Kelly girl, we have another question from okay. Tim Ogilvie. Oh, he did. wants to know Do you guys enjoy fishing fresh water, especially fishing in the Sierras? Go, baby. <sighs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Tim, for this. <laughs> Kelly loves this. Go. I
1: love going up to the Sierras. And oh, my gosh, how many times have I begged you to take me since we've been here in Cabo? Or- Probably before that too. I would I would give anything to go back there now because I love it there. I love I oh, it's it's just we stay
0: life. in Lee Vining at those yeah. cabins in Lee Mining and we fish that we fish Rush Creek and we fish
1: Convict.
0: Hot Creek and Convict, Convict Lake, Lake, Lake and all that area up there. Mary, Mary Lake, Mary Lake, all those Kelly caught a giant brook trout in Lake Mary. She loves to go up there. She just loves.
1: I love just love being up there. The, the and I love smell. to watch Dave a fly fish too. He fly fishes up there. And that's just so cool.
0: I love to fly fish. It's total Zen. It's just one of the most coolest things in the world. And you're always in a beautiful area. And Kelly Girl loves it up there, the fresh air, the beautifulness, the cleanness, just how mm-hmm. beautifully wonderful it is. And that water. I love it. And the cool mm-hmm. water and the trout. And she she we love fresh and fresh water. Here's the thing about me. If I could pee and make a puddle, I'll fish in it. That's just me. I love to <laughs> fish. It's like my very most favorite thing to do is fish when I'm not hanging out with Kelly, and <laughs> I love to fish. I love to love to fish. And then I turned her on to the Sierras because that's my Zen. That's where I go to totally get in touch with, with the higher power and everything. Being up in the Sierras is incredible. And I would be super, super sad if this right here happens. <laughs> And we cannot go to the Sierras and go fishing anymore. I can't believe that this guy, this the governor of California, is running this down the flagpole because he's going to destroy so many cool things like our the way we love to go up there. And the, that's the camaraderie you get when you go up there with your friends and your family. And so many children have grown up fishing in the Sierras and catching their first trout. And the governor wants to take that away from all of us, which is 30 by 30. Not only is he coming over the, after the ocean, but he's coming after those streams and lakes and the Sierras, and it's sad.
1: That would be tragic.
0: <laughs> that would just really? suck. That would just suck.
1: So thanks for your question, Tim. About that,
0: uh, okay, Joe Lopez wants to know, hey, Kelly girl, how is it living with Captain Dave? <laughs> and how do you rig up for monsterling Cod?
1: Oh I, I you know what I'm not a Lincoln fan I'm gonna do answer that one first. Let me Ask, tell
0: you something if you want to make sure Kelly doesn't come on the boat, tell her you're going rockfish fishing yeah no two I things rockfish rock or halibut.
1: halibut
0: she's not in she doesn't want to go. she's take a pass she, yeah, she's zero. okay. she's not gonna be mad no. that she had to stay home
1: no she doesn't too. want to no. go. she <laughs> yeah. just doesn't
0: want to go well, what's it like living with me kinda. Of, Intense, it's
1: it's it's, it's, I don't even think there's a word that I can come up and down. It's fun, it's interesting, (laughs) and it's uh, it's 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 um, yeah, he keeps me on my toes. Oh boy, I keep him on his toes. It's I could go on and on. No, thanks, Joe. Super cool, but yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. He's fun,
0: okay? So
1: (laughs) that's that's my answer, (laughs) okay.
0: Thank you, Kelly girl. That makes me feel (laughs) warm and fuzzy inside. (laughs) Gang, we got it. This is Ling Cod Fishing 101. I made, I wrote an article for Pacific Coast Sport Fishing about 15 or 18 years ago. It's in there. You go through the archives. This is how I do it. If I want to go catch Ling Cod or Big Reds, and I'm not really worried about filling the boat up, I'm fishing straight live mackerel, a one pound weight, 60 pound fluorocarbon dropper loop tied to 65 pound braid. I'm fishing a one pound weight and one hook and dropping down a live mackerel. That way, I'm only going to catch a big red, a cow cod, or a ling cod period. There won't be any other junk jumping on there. maybe a big salmon grouper, you know, boccaccio, maybe, but not really. It's going to be more reds and lings. If you don't want to catch any of that other stuff, that's how you're going to approach it. That's how you're going to go about it. That's how it's going to happen. That is the way to go straight link cod fishing is with a mackerel. One pound weight. I know that seems like a lot of weight, but gang, that mackerel's going to be swimming against the weight. You want that mackerel to hit the bottom. Sometimes I'll even clip their tail a little bit just to slow them down. I'm only going to clip the yellow part of their tail, like clipping your toenails, and that's going to slow them down from swimming. And that's going to be great, and it's going to work really, really good. Okay, something really interesting. We just had... A brand new member of the website. And on my website, it always says to call me. Right when you sign up, it says, call me, call me, call me, call me. I want to talk to you. Well, Rob, I love you, man. Thanks for signing up to the website. I know you're watching this right now because you don't know we do a live show every day at 12, but he asked a great question. He's thinking about going lobster fishing tonight and he wanted to know if I had any suggestions. He tried a few nights ago, all the light. Boats are all closed down, so I wanted to see what you would recommend for my... Well, he's talking about up at Santa Monica Bay. That's perfect, because I just put out... I just finished up right before we went live with the new game plans for this week. If you guys aren't privy to our website, and you don't know what we're talking about, my website, we do a game plan every Thursday. Make sure you download this app every Thursday on the website... I give out a full game plan, starting up at the Channel Islands and ending at the Coronado Islands, and we go through everything. And on our game plan, this is the last weekend of lobster season. This is it. So I have a really bitching game plan for the lobster fishermen. This little young lady caught the biggest lobster ever caught in California. Download that app. Scan that QR code right now with your phone, and that'll help you to get access to our website, and uh, we're going to pull that down right now and finish talking. Rob, I'm going to talk to you when the show's over, but this is going could be a very, very good weekend for hoop netting, except that one thing you have to understand, gang, this is the very, very last weekend of hoop netting. So yeah. if you have never been out hoop netting on the last weekend, you are in store for something you've never seen before. <laughs> There's going to be more boats than you can comprehend. The amount of boats people don't understand. The end is always the best. You're going to catch more lobsters than you've ever caught if you follow our game plans. You're going to have a great time, but you got to understand there is a there, Marley. There is a phenomenal amount of boats. Like you can't even if you saw the movie Jaws. If you're old like me, I had to show Kelly a rerun because she's young. But the movie Jaws. Anything that floated went out after Jaws. That's what's going to look like tomorrow night. Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night—it is going to be mayhem on the water. So make sure you bring all your patience with you. You're going to need a ton of patience. So bring your patience, and you could get real lucky. And then we got a question from Rob. He wants to know if I've ever tr- tried a Tanakh tenkara fly rod. Nope. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fly fisherman. I fly fish because I enjoy it, but my fly gear is a $100 fly rod and a $50 fly reel. And, and I don't invest a lot of money in it because I only do it once or twice a year. I seem to catch a couple fish. That's good for me. I'm not, I'm not all, I wouldn't know what this kind of rod is or anything about it, Rob. Thank you for the question, but I'm not a big fly fisherman. I do it. Because I enjoy it, but I have no idea what I'm doing. If you got up there and watched me, you'd go, how does this booger eater even catch a fish? I it's don't fun,
1: know. That's why I think it's fun to watch you, because you are so good at fishing in the ocean. I mean, you're something something—you're like, bad you're bad fly fisherman, but I know that you, it's like you're still learning. I don't think you've bought any new fly fishing gear ever since I've met you. No,
0: because yeah. I, I don't but, know what to buy. Anyway.
1: But it's, it's fun. You, you enjoy it. You love it. Yeah. So... <laughs>
0: Okay, here's a question for Kelly, girl. All right. Kelly, me and my girl enjoy fishing together all year, and when we plan our vacation, it always revolves around fishing destinations. How often do you and Dave take fishing vacations and where? Thanks, Jeff, Huntington Beach.
1: Fishing vacations. It's like we fish all the time. I mean, we fish. We can go. I mean, it, we don't ever take a vac. We don't really even go on vacation. Well, we. Oh we, really? We whoa, whoa, well, whoa! We don't. whoa. We don't go really? Well. So that what was that cruise? We went on cruise? That cruise.
0: <laughs> What's our trip next month?
1: Hawaii. <laughs> oh,
0: that sucks, huh? <laughs> Poor baby girl. Never goes anywhere. We don't, so
1: our vacations, we we have. We fish all the time, like, every day. Not, we don't fish every day, but, what, I mean. A lot. A lot. So, So. when we take a vacation, sometimes it's just, it's not fishing. We uh, don't go on vacation to fish. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, that would just do it, gang. If I told Kelly, (laughs) hey, we're going on a fishing vacation. Yeah. I know.
1: Because it's not, it's not, I mean, I love it. But, I mean, let's, you know, let's try to, let's change it up a little bit.
0: our whole let's you want to let them know
1: yeah let them
0: know our whole life's a vacation it is
1: it really is we
0: really are blessed i got lucky i got to do my passion for a living my whole life and uh, kelly girl a great partner because she really enjoys being outside and on the water and doing fun stuff so pretty much our lives are basically a vacation i'm usually when I was running yachts for a living, I was with people that were on their vacation. I was part of their vacation, making their vacation the best vacation it could possibly be. People spent their time off with us. That's what they wanted to do. They finally got to go somewhere on their vacation. Where did they go? They went fishing with Captain Dave. It's the craziest thing you've ever seen. So I was all, I'm i always on vacation. I always have been since I was a little kid. I didn't really understand it when I was young. I probably didn't really even understand it until I got sober. That how important it was to understand that being out on the water every single day to make a living is pretty much a dream come true for most people on the planet Earth. So I get to do my passion. What I would like to do is if I wasn't fishing for a living every day, I'd like to go fishing on my vacation. But I go fishing Mm -hmm. all the time. So Kelly Girl gets to go fishing. Whenever Kelly Girl wants to go fishing, Mm -hmm. she gets to go. So... When we go on vacation somewhere, we're going exploring. Like when we were in Florida together for four months for work, we explored every single day. We were looking at cool stuff that we'd never seen. We went to the Everglades. Went to the Everglades and uh, no, didn't fish. No. In the Everglades, millions of fish everywhere. I didn't fish at all because I was there with Kelly and we were looking at alligators and going yeah. on airboat rides and- Look, Look at I the mean,
1: birds going to the park and all the stuff in the park. It was amazing. And Look, the alligators for us,
0: for us, you know, we're from Southern California. We don't have alligators. To go and to see live wild alligators was like something that was super exciting. We drove Alligator Alley, <laughs> I don't know, 10 times. Yeah. Just, I'm so glad that we didn't get in an accident because we're driving down Alligator <laughs> yeah. Alley looking at the water the whole time. I couldn't tell you if there was car in front of us or not.
1: Remember the first time we found the we actually found (laughs) two alligators? Oh my gosh. That was then we were oh my god, that was pretty incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Go
0: down on the dock and they swim right up to you. We're like, wait a minute, we shouldn't be standing right here. (laughs) We shouldn't be standing right here. But we're we're silly. We don't know. Kelly, do you ever run the boat? This is coming from Darren. Yes. I and do. his daughter. Wasn't it great meeting Darren and his daughter yes, in the show? That yes. Such, you
1: guys were so cool. That's that was wonderful. fun. Your daughter was so sweet and so beautiful. Oh, yeah, that was cool. But, yeah, I do run. Yeah, absolutely. And I love it. I love to do it. I have to have Dave there, of course, to tell me what to do. But, yeah.
0: Back when we were living in Southern California, Darren, and we had our uh, 21-foot well craft in the harbor, we used to do – or we used my friend Corey's Boston Whaler? We would go out, and it would be Kelly's day to be the captain. And Mm -hmm. she would go out, and she would drive up to the spots, and she would anchor up where she thought the best place would be. And (laughs) we would pull it off, and we would catch fish, and it was cool. And Kelly was the captain, and we got some cool videos, and we got some cool stuff on our social media pages that shows Kelly Mm -hmm. driving the boat, Yeah, you know? (laughs) It's fun. But, yeah, she used to run the boat. I used to... I used to just let, make her take it out of the dock and everything and pull it up to the bait dock. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. thing, she would do it. And when I was running the big Hatteras, I would let her dock the boat. Mm-hmm. I would let her stand up in the bridge. I would help her. I'd be right I there. I wouldn't me, touch she. anything, but I'd be right there explaining to her. Yeah. Left one in reverse, right one in <laughs> forward, all that stuff. And she got to drive some beautiful Vikings and mm-hmm. some beautiful Hatterasses. Mm-hmm. But she got to dock them and do all that cool stuff because... It's all about teaching and it's all about being there and it's all about patience. You got to have a massive amount of patience if you're going to take your significant other on the boat. You cannot make up for your lack of ability by yelling at your significant other. Let me just be honest. I see this at the launch ramp. I see it at the fuel dock. I see it at the bait barge. You don't know how to park your boat. You don't know how to drive your boat. You don't know how to perform on your boat. First thing you do is start yelling at your wife or your girlfriend or your significant other. I just watch that and I just go, oh my God, now they got to go spend the whole day together out there on the water. (laughs) You just shot yourself in the foot, dude. Don't take your wife or your significant other on the boat until you learn how to drive it. You got to learn how to drive it. It isn't easy, but it isn't hard. You just have to learn. But man, you don't want, I see this all the time too. You got your wife running all around the boat because you're about to crash into the dock. Mm Dude. Dude. Your wife shouldn't have to move. She should be able to sit there. Your your lack of ability to drive the boat should not be your wife's responsibility or your significant other. You should learn how to drive it before you bring her out on the boat or him out on the boat, whichever way that is. Never, ever would I have Kelly go out there. One time in Newport, we were doing a, a delivery, and the wind was howling offshore, just howling. Just absolutely mind-boggling. I could not get the boat up onto the dock. Remember that, babe? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. But I never said, Kelly, you had to go down there and do it. One time, though, we got a great story. What? When we were
1: like, we were like,
0: oh. no, we were delivering this 90-foot Ferretti from Marina Del Rey oh, to God. Dana Point.
1: Uh,
0: right. Just her and I. No one else on the boat. 90-foot long. Yeah. For the guy that owns Skechers Shoes, I used to be his captain, Michael Greenberg. So Kelly and I were going to move the boat down. And I drove the boat a million times, so it's not a big deal. I already, I got it figured out. But the kids had used the dinghy the day before. But I was told by Michael that everything was put away. Everything was good. All you got to do is get there, start the boat, drive it to Newport, bring it to the shipyard. That's all you got to do.
1: So we, so just before you go on. So I think I can't. I was dre- like we were going to go have lunch or something. We right? were
0: going out to a beautiful lunch yeah. at the Balboa Bay Club because so that's where a, we were going to park I the boat. Like
1: a dress, I yeah. Don't remember, Kelly was dressed
0: part. like yeah. Kelly dresses. Kelly was, was, for work or something. Kelly was dressed to go out to lunch at Newport. That's a, off, on a ninety-foot yacht. <laughs> she was going to pull up to the dock at, at the Balboa Bay Club and go out and have a beautiful lunch. Okay, so we leave the harbor and it is rough. But on the ninety-foot boat, it's not rough, but it's rough. And uh, we're cru- cruising. We leave Marina del Rey Harbor, and we're cruising. And this, my fault. This whole thing's my fault. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you what's happened, and you're gonna laugh. And those of you that know me are gonna go, "Oh my gosh, I can't!" I'm so glad that you told that story. <laughs> we're cruising, and I look back. Kelly's driving. I look back, and there's no boat. No, 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 no dinghy
1: driving and i look I oh, said, that's Dave, right um, isn't
0: isn't that there a little, little boat, boat on the boat back
1: back on the back of
0: this boat a little boat we're talking a 16 foot rib a 16 foot rib with a 250 horsepower engine on the back of it and the tarp was on it and it was all wrapped up and it was all beautiful but they didn't put they didn't put the clips on and i dumbass did oh i didn't look oh, all the children watching get free stuff I didn't look before we left, let's be perfectly honest. I was super excited that my beautiful wife was there on the boat. We're taking this boat. I didn't look to see if the if the clips were <laughs> clipped on to the boat. So now this boat is floating.
1: Floating. Like in floating the middle of the ocean. We're on a
0: ninety-foot boat. I have to drive and I have to figure out how to get this this uh zodiac. Back on the boat, and there's no way I can drive the boat and do it all. So I.
1: It was rough, though. It was extremely it was rough.
0: rough. It was extremely rough. So Kelly Girl has to take off her beautiful dress because.
1: No, I took off my shoes.
0: Oh, you just took, I took off, off, your off your my shoes? heels. I thought you were naked. No,
1: no I, was I was not, just not hoping hoping you were folks. naked, folks.
0: It was not. Naked. Okay, I darn took out. off
1: my heels, my shoes, or and and go
0: ahead. And I backed this thing up, this giant boat, up to this dinghy. And I made Kelly girl jump in the dinghy from the swim step into the dinghy. I brought it around to the backside. And then I t-
1: I'm like, you want me to do what? <laughs> like, I'm going to jump in this boat and then I'm going to be just floating by myself, like in this rough water. Uh, okay, sure. Yep. I'll do it. I'm yep. down. I'm in. <laughs> so
0: she jumped in there. And then I'm like, okay, so on the bow. I don't know if you guys know but there's a there's a ring on the front of the boat but it hangs way over and there's a rope attached to it. The bow rope is attached to that ring that's on the hull almost to the waterline. I go, "Okay, huh? You got to go up to the bow, you got to lean over and grab that rope and pull it up so you can give it to me so that we can tie it off to this boat and we can get the boat on the boat." Yeah.
1: So, that's what I did. And I mean, I tried, I mean, I did it, but Water Very first way
0: to just du- <laughs> dunk your head underwater.
1: Yeah. And I don't like to really get my hair too wet well, <laughs> if I'm going to go somewhere.
0: Especially if you're going out to lunch <laughs> no. at a nice restaurant. Yeah. So that was the craziest story we've ever had when we were together on a boat, just the two of us on a 90-foot boat. It was pretty amazing.
1: And then remember the time, though, that you did – um You did yell at me. Remember that one time you yelled at me? me? Do you remember what happened? What did I do? How did I react? Yeah, I tried to throw it Tried to throw
0: me over the side. Tried to throw all my fishing gear. She's throwing my fishing rods over the side, my tackle, everything. She's like, oh, really?
1: Okay. Really? So that never happened. (laughs) That's Seal Rock.
0: In San Clemente, yeah. 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 So is there any more questions? Anybody got anything else to bring to the... We've got Kelly go for a few more minutes. She's got a lot of stuff to got do. A lot of
1: stuff to do. I'm She's going to the mall. Very,
0: very busy. Yeah, I'm going
1: busy. to the mall a little
0: while. <laughs> She's going to go spend all her money for making her guest celebrity appearance on the <laughs> yeah, show. This
1: is expensive for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: this is a big, big day. Thanks a lot, everybody. Let me make sure I got everybody's questions. <laughs> Kelly, talk to everybody while I'm looking here. Tell them what you're planning on buying with all your special appearance money.
1: <laughs> oh, just the necessities that I oh, yeah. need. Oh, yeah. Things I need. She
0: needs no, no, no. there
1: are things I need. No,
0: what things you want? Big difference, ladies and gentlemen. Things you want, things you need. There's the out there know
1: that certain things I need. So anyway, <laughs> I think that's it. That's oh it. no, we got it. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: This is from Angel. Question for the show: What conditions am I looking for when crossing the channel to go to Catalina? And how much wind is too much? wind either sustained or gust to go out?
1: Flat, glassy, and calm. (laughs) Flat, glassy, and calm.
0: No, Angel, here's the deal. This is what I try to teach everybody on our website, and I know you're a member, so thank you very much for being a member of the website. And everybody that is, we thank you all. Yes. The thing is, is 12 knots is what makes a white cap. If the wind doesn't blow 12 knots, then there won't be a white cap. Oh, we got another question. Mm So if it's blowing more than 12 knots, Angel, understand that there's going to be a white cap. And then here's the next thing that you need to look for is distance between the swells. So if it's blowing 15 knots and it says 15 seconds, the swell height is 4 feet at 15 seconds. That means every 15 seconds there's a 4 foot swell. So that's not a big deal. If it's blowing 12 or 15 knots and the distance between this and it says time between the swells is under 10 seconds, that's terror. That's not even going to be fun for anybody. But what I. I don't like to go out when I'm not getting paid when it's blowing more than 12 knots. So when we go, if it's blowing, we ain't going. And so you need to look at Windy.com is the best place to look. Most captains look at Windy all the time and it works everywhere in the world. Florida, New York, Hawaii, Africa, everywhere. Windy works flawless and it tells you what the wind's going to do all day long. So you can look at that Catalina channel. The way I do it, Angel, especially when I'm making the game plans, is I put the cursor for windy out to the west end of Catalina and I get it about three or four miles off of the west end of Catalina. And then I look, I put it right there and then I go to the bottom of the page and I look to see what the wind is going to do all day. Normally, it's going to be beautiful in the morning. Then in the afternoon, it's going to pick up. It's going to blow 12, 15 knots. And I'm going to look at that wind and then I'm going to look at the distance between the swells. And that's going to dictate... If I want to come home that afternoon or if I want to spend the night at Catalina and come home early in the morning, which is always an option. Catalina is a great place to go because you have all those mooring balls, restaurants, bars and places to spend the night. So you don't have to get the living bejesus beat out of you when you go home. I'm just saying that it's always fun to spend the night on Catalina. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a great experience. It's a lot of fun. But uh, 12 knots or more, that's where you got to be concerned because that's when it's starting to white cap and then the distance between the swells. And it says it right on there, 12 to 15 knots, and then it shows swell height, and then the time between the swells is what you're looking for. So we got a couple more questions real quick, babe. I know you got to get going. Okay, besides calicos, what's the second best fish? Mine is yellowtail.
1: Uh, Rooster fish.
0: No no no. Oh, to what? eat. Oh, to eat. They
1: eat.
0: Oh. Kelly loves pokey, yellowfin tuna. Oh, yes. She likes that yellowfin tuna <laughs> when Pete Grossbeck <laughs> brings awesome. us a nice yellowfin tuna chunk. Or Chris our Chris uh, ham mm-hmm. or or uh, Tom Shanahan. Because you know, we don't we're not going out tuna fishing. We're not going out there in the middle of the ocean.
1: Are you <laughs> out of your mind?
0: We're not going tuna fishing. If it's me and her, we're gonna fish on the beach for what?
1: What, Roosters. Roos fro- oh, what rooster. We're going rooster here. In here. Good, no That's our favorite yeah. fish
0: to fish for down here. Rooster fish and Sierras. Mm-hmm. Oh, also Kelly loves Cubby's smoked oh, Sierra. Smoke Sierra. Oh, it's
1: so good. So good, like candy. So good.
0: Okay, we got. We're going to take one more question oh. from Joe. What is a must-have tackle for SoCal fishing? Oh, okay. I'll You're take this one. So what I would do, Joe, is how I approach it when I go fishing is I only take two or three rods. I take a couple of extra reels in my bag. These guys that bring 12, 15 rods and reels, I think it's just hilarious. It makes me laugh deep down inside every time. I'll bring a couple of extra reels in my backpack, but usually I have my two favorite rods, which are nine foot. I love to fish the nine foot rods, heavy. Nine foot heavy PCH rods are my go-to rods nowadays. And I can fish anything. I can drop down. I can put my Komodo on the 9-foot rod with 40-pound braid and drop my leader down to 20-pound fluoro if I need to get a bite and then jump it up and put a bigger reel on there like a, like a Tesoro 5 or a Tesoro 10 or a Cortez 5 or a Cortez 10 with 65-pound braid and a 40-pound fluorocarbon lead or something like that. But I'm not bringing a plethora of rods because it's just silly. There's no reason for it. I can catch rockfish. I can catch bluefin. I Now, if I'm going to go big bluefin fishing, I'm bringing my my uh, 80 wide filled with 200-pound braid. And I'm going to fish that on my kite rod. And I'm going to fish with 400-pound fluorocarbon and my rubber flying fish or my dead flying fish. Either one because the flying fish isn't touching the water. But 99.9% of the time, I get away with two 9-foot heavy PCH rods and maybe four or five reels in my back, two reels on the rods and a couple reels in the backpack in case one of those reels screw up. But I'm not a big bring a bunch of stuff. We used to always laugh at the guys that would come on the boat with a tackle box that you have to lift on the boat with the forklift. And... I don't so think my, you
1: have a tackle bar, do you? Have, do yeah, my you my with?
0: backpack. I just, throw, I mean, stuff just back, throw
1: stuff in the back. Some
0: hooks and some handful like, of sinkers yeah. and some lead heads. And I'm good to go, and it works fine for me. I seem to do okay without having a 300-pound tackle box. I know this sucks for those of you that own a tackle shop, but <laughs> I just try to tell you this. I All I got is the truth. I can't share a bunch of lies because you guys can see me on my videos every day, and you know.
1: <laughs> one day you'll have to take a you know show everybody here, just here what you have here all the stuff you have that sometimes you really don't even use but you have it there so
0: <laughs> okay we're done gang thank you very much for watching our thank show you. today Thanks tomorrow for is going to be incredible Kelly girl got to watch the rehearsal today. Uh,
1: yes, I can't. It's going to be a very cool show. This young man, the I, fishmonger. I didn't know his story, and I still really don't know it. But wow, I'm like blown away. I can't. I, I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait, wait to learn more about this. Gentleman. Tommy
0: Gomes is going to be on the show. Tommy Gomes has been in the sport or in the fishing industry, both sport and commercial. For his whole life since he was a little boy. We talked about that a little bit today. We talked about his fifth generation commercial fisherman. He's the fishmonger. He sells fish. He has a beautiful fish market. He's also one of the best cooks I've ever met in my life. The guy is chef at every level. He's one of the greatest chefs. Check out his Instagram page. He has a TV show on the outdoor channel called Tommy the Fishmonger. He is such a fun human! You guys are going to love this show tomorrow. I hope you get to watch us live, but if not, you can see the the uh, you can see it all over you all over our social media. Those of you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Megaphone, thank you very much. The subscriptions are flying. I can't even believe it. We have something to tell everybody, gang. Listen to this. Yesterday, one video on Facebook. We have a bunch of videos that are going bananas right now, but we have one. That had, well, yes, just yesterday. It had 3 million views just yesterday. It, it has over 12 million views right now. And that's that helicopter back in Newport. We reposted it five, six days ago. The thing is going absolutely bonkers. And then I tried to break the internet yesterday by posting my how to fillet a striped marlin. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Everybody's going Looney Tunes, happy days. woo but you've never seen comedy like that. If you haven't seen this How to Filet a Striped Marlin, you're going to love the comedy. It is insane. The people are going bananas. But that's me. That's just how I talk. That's who I am. If you haven't ever witnessed me, if you haven't ever seen me live in front of an audience, they say I'm a pretty funny guy. Kellys: thinks Kelly thinks I'm hilarious. she was <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> shut up. She's like, "How do you have any extra words? I don't know. I should have used them all already, but gang, thank you, man. We did <laughs> a whole hour today, Kelly Girl.: wow,
1: A full so hour much. with Kelly uh-huh. girl. I your questions. That was fun. That was
0: fun.: And hopefully, gang, I can be a good boy this week, and maybe we can get her back on the show next Thursday. We'll pray, we'll hope, we'll do it. And then next. Friday, we have another special guest, and we'll announce that after the Tommy Gump Show, but you'll love the guy that we're having next week. And we're going to keep trying to bring in special guests every week. If you guys can think of anybody you would like me to interview, would like to talk to in the industry, feel free to send me a message at 949-374-0786. The really cool thing about all these people is when I call, they actually answer their phone, except for the kids that just started and are superstars that have been doing this for three or four years and now they're the greatest fishermen in the world. I don't have their numbers, (laughs) so I can't get a hold of them. But guys that have been doing this for a living for any amount of time, that people actually want to know what they know, I can call them and they'll actually answer the phone. And we can get them on the show. I
1: was just thinking, who are you going to have on? I know who you're going to have on. I I was thinking, who would I want to have on the show?
0: I don't know. Tell us. It's
1: who you're going to have on.
0: No. No, it's
1: not that person. Okay, well. Who? No! I'm not going to (laughs) say...
0: Not gonna be. okay love you guys thank bye. you for watching you. the show everybody bye uh, have a
1: great
0: day don't miss mondays with into the blue brought to you by academy sports and outdoors every monday night from 7 to 10 p.m
1: eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment